Blog Talk Radio. And there we have it. This is Rob Thrasher. I'm doing a uh, spotlight on authors today. We have an author um, on the line here. Um, her name is A.G. Mogan, and you can look that up on Facebook. Um, I have a link through my site, and it's A space G space Mogan, M-O-G-A-N. Um, and um, she is on the line from Romania. And are you there, uh, Ms. Mogan? Yes, I am. How are you, Rob? Thanks for inviting me. I'm I'm doing well. You're it's very much appreciated that you came on the show with us. Um I'm excited about this book. Um and by the way, we'll we'll discuss this a little bit more later, but <laughs> it's some of the book that that caused um I guess caused issues, caused the book to be banned were, were some of the images yeah. from the cover, but I got to tell you, it's a very nicely done cover. Um it's really nice uh, your cover. Oh, thank you. I actually did that myself, so I think that is a compliment. Did you really? <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Nice. Very nice. Very good job. So, yes. <clears throat> Ms. Mogan, what is the title of your book? It's called The Secret Journals of Adolf Hitler, and it's actually a trilogy. So this trilogy. would be, vol- yes, this would be uh, the first volume, which is called The Anointed. <clears throat> Uh, and I'm going to pl- publish uh, the second volume in about two weeks. And then a third one, nice. it's uh, yet yet to be written. <clears throat> All right. And you're calling us from uh, where in Europe? Romania? Yes, I'm calling from uh, Romania. It's where I All right. was born and grew up. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say good morning, but it's it's only 7 a.m. here. What time <laughs> is it there in Romania? Here it's, uh, let me see, it's 2 o'clock, 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Yeah. A nice. little bit of a time difference and also a, a little bit of a delay, so I do apologize to listeners. There's always going to be a little delay no matter how you do this because no we're going across, across the ocean. So, so my first question is, yeah. what actually inspired you to write this book? Well, that must uh, have been my love for history and its personalities. Uh, And I chose Hitler because uh, after so much reading and research, there were still questions that were left unanswered. So that's when I decided to put pen on paper and give an answer to those uh, why questions. Sort of filling in the gaps. Exactly. Because when when I was reading... I, uh, mm-hmm. always the why question pops up in my head. So I started to research and go deeper and deeper and deeper. And when I I thought I had a satisfying answer, I say, I have to let others know too. So that's when I started writing. And that, and that's really, honestly, that's really the inspiration of all books, fiction or fact. And um, I suppose I'm doing, I'm I'm kind of going, and it's a slightly different order than we had discussed, but I think it's falling right in line here. So when you, you mentioned sort of one inspiration is your love of history, you studied history, you did a lot of research on yes. this. But I think the cool part is, the cool part is, this is actually classified as a fictional book, right? It is, because uh, there is a lot of speculation. And if you are to okay. write 
uh, a, a non-fiction non biography of somebody, you, you are so tied up with being factual. That's, right. uh, that's the reason so many why questions are still left. So what you can do is write fiction and then speculate. But specul that speculation must come from uh, very uh, thorough research. It's not like, okay, I heard about Hitler and uh, I'm going to write because I am A.G. Morgan. And no, you have to do a lot of research and uh, choose sure. whatever it's uh, coming clo closer to the truth. No, that, so that's that, the reason that, I write. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So you use sort of yeah. your knowledge of psychology, your studying of psychology, your studying of the actual journals, and and then you kind of you kind of put your brain into what what was Hitler thinking, what turned him into yeah. what people would call a monster, and and that's just so the so additional inspiration was just kind of becoming him for part of this book. As scary as that sounds, it's like when somebody yeah. studies as an actor that. They study their role, and it literally – there's been actors, as you probably know, who have actually absorbed themselves so far into the role that they kind of lost it for a while, or they lost it completely. Yeah. So I think it's interesting. You kind of you kind of study a script, and you kind of fill in the gaps. And um, what other inspirations did you have, other authors or mentors that you had as inspiration? Well, I, uh, I read a lot as a child, as a teenager, and later in my – adulthood, but not until I read uh, Margaret George's books, uh, I came to the realization that I wanted to write. I was so struck with, uh, with her uh, style that I say, I can do this, and I want to do this because here is a book that can give me a truth, which I, not a truth, uh, can give me um, a side of the coin which I never looked at. But this sure. must be what really happened. And that's why I love fiction, because you can go so, so far with fiction and still be correct. Sure. I mean, who's Absolutely. to say this isn't what really happened? Unless exactly. you have proof that exactly. it didn't happen, then it might have. So, yeah. That's what I like yes. about the book. Is it's, a mixture, it's a mixture of actual papers with you kind of becoming yes. the role of the primary target, that being Adolf Hitler. It's very interesting and intriguing yes. the way he wrote this book. I really think that's amazing. Um, yes. And you had mentioned this is, so this, yeah, no problem. This is the first of a trilogy, which is, I, I find interesting. And um, yes. just, just so other authors can kind of get a feel for, you know, how long does it take to write a book? Um and I know you had mentioned you started out writing a different book and ended up writing this book. Is that is kind of evolved into this book? And if so, how long yes. did it take you to write the book? Uh, it, I started actual research and writing because I do research and write at the same time uh, in about, no, in 2012. So that must mm -hmm. be five years now. Yes. Okay, right. But, yeah. So I published uh, Volume 1 last year, and when I published Volume 1, I had Volume 2, already half of it written, right? So okay. let's say I write uh, uh, a volume and half in five years. 
but because it is Hitler and because I, I wanted to to give out my best and to, to come as close to the truth, truth as possible, it, maybe that's why it took so long. I mean, five years, it's, it's kind of long to write a book, but. You know, I and just and to from all the people job. I've talked to, authors I've yeah sure 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 the authors I've talked to, five years is not really uh, that crazy. I mean if if you're um, you know if you're writing uh, say your own memoirs or if you're writing certain things are easier to write. Other things are um, e- especially if you're taking the facts, yeah. putting the facts down on paper, and then trying to fill in the gaps. That can take a while. So five years I don't think is yeah. crazy unreasonable yeah. to get a book published. You had some particular problems, um, problems that you you might not have here in the, in the United States as far as publishing the book, that it actually got banned yes. for, for particular reasons. Can you tell me more about that? Yes, of course. Uh, yes, it got banned because uh, the previous cover had uh, an eagle and uh, the swastika on, on it, and uh, it's forbidden by German law. I mean... I I remember last year or two years ago there was a Chinese guy traveling to Germany and he he did that um, Heil Hitler symbol with his uh, arm raised in the air, right? And he got arrested. Okay. So, wow. You are not allowed. Uh, you are not allowed in Germany to to mention anything connected to the Hitler or the third right. So okay, that's why so they banned like, my book in Europe. But all I right. So if it's banned in Germany, it's banned in the if it's banned in Germany then it's banned in the European Union as a whole, right? Uh yes, because that's how Create Space works. It's the platform uh, through which I publish. And okay. uh, it's not country by country, you can select each country you want your book to go to or not. It's just Europe. So if sure. something uh, is not allowed in Germany, then all Europe has to suffer. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah. So it wasn't even the content of the book. It was literally they're judging a book by the cover, and they banned it based on the cover or some of the imagery on the cover. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. I I don't know if anybody, if they read it or not, or... They told you too much <laughs> right. for them. Right. I just stick with the cover. That's the answer they give okay. me. And so it's the symbols <laughs> more than it was the content. Interesting. That's very interesting. That's what they um, That's what. Okay. So um, so the book banned in Europe. I mean, that's not good news. But um, that said, I think a lot of books could be successful if they even just sort of took off in in the U.S. or other parts of you know australia or uh uh probably not britain yeah. is, uh, Brit, um probably not uh, great britain uh, the united kingdom would it also be banned there uh i'm not sure I so. but i think so all right well okay we'll look I'm into that sure. and we'll put post that on the website I, I didn't mean to surprise you with that question i was just curious um i think <laughs> probably not is what i'm thinking <laughs> but um anyway so so um so people obviously revile Adolf Hitler. He was obviously a bad guy. Nobody's questioning that. You're not trying to you're not trying to make him seem like a good guy. You're, you're just trying to get in the mind of I'm the, trying the guy. To be and, as, yes. Sorry, go yeah. ahead. 
Oh no, you're fine. So so my so another my follow up question to the whole thing that is being banned because of the um because of the cover and there's certain obviously the swastika is one of the symbols if I was to guess. Um and again, nobody's saying this is is good. There's it's just interesting. I mean, even even in the you know, the heart of what is we all see is evil, there's things facts and things that maybe you know are are not factual that have been surmised or sort of in the psycho psychology of this this individual um and, and i know that it's got to be the even the facts that are on paper must be kind of scarce um but as you said at one point in our initial conversation was that they're out there but they're difficult to find tell me about how hard it was for you to get um to get the content to get even like a basis to start with uh, I cannot say it was hard, but it, it took a lot more digging. Um, okay. I read everything, almost everything that was out there about him, um, but I still felt it wasn't enough. So I started to study psychology just to be able to okay. understand what happened with him, not because mm-hmm. I love him or something like that, but because I wanted to right. be as good as possible in my explanation. So I actually wrote two or three chapters before I I started to learn psychology, and I deleted them. I deleted them and started all over again with new knowledge. <coughs> and um, I was saying that I, I read almost everything out there about him, but it wasn't enough. So what I did, I started to... Uh, track his footsteps, if I can say okay. it that way. I started yeah. listening to the, the operas he was listening because he was uh, so much uh, in love, I can say even, to Richard Wagner and his operas. He would go to his operas every week. He was obsessed with his music. So I started listening to that and uh, reading the transcripts of those operas and to see what they said. Uh, what else I did? I started to read books that he himself had read. Uh-huh. And uh, what's crazy is that you can find so many things in these operas and in these, uh, um, uh, not only operas, but the books that he read that you can later trace in his own uh, ideology. Okay. Right? Interesting. It's like, yes, uh, sometimes in his speeches, you can find paragraphs that match almost perfectly some paragraph in a book he read when he was 15 or 20. So wow. I think I, I, got, I got a feeling of him more through reading these books and listening to the operas he listened than from reading other books, like books that other writers wrote, right? Interesting, interesting. So th- this is truly, like I said earlier, you were like an, you were like an actor studying a role, and in the process That's of right. studying that role, which, what, what you learned is right. mostly everything he said came from another source, another book, a different opera, what have you. And he basically, he really, really what we call plagiarized 
his political agenda and his ideology and even his autobiography is basically plagiarized. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I was searching for this word, but yes, you put it into my mind and that's great. I like it. <laughs> he kind of yeah, plagiarized really cool. his so, uh, entire identity, yeah, if you ask me. Right. He's, he's, right. He's like a fraud, that's if you ask me. And 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 so yeah. so there so there's always a there's always a controversy here in the United States if 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 music the music that the kids listen to the plays they watch the TV shows they watch you know can that have an influence on a person I think this is proof positive that not only can it have an influence it can change a country change history and it can be used for <laughs> like any tool any tool even the internet it can be used for great good or very, very, very evil um, uh, purposes. Yes, yes, exactly. I totally agree with you. I mean, there are uh, kids who have been maltreated or uh, had a rough childhood, and they turn up to be great people. But there are some that will turn into haters. And usually those ones, in, in my studies, I found that those ones, have a much stronger willpower than the others. And if they put that right. in, in the job of hate, then, yes, they become Hitler's little Hitler's or, you know. Or, or what have and, you, or Stalin's they, or um, et cetera. Or Stalin's or, yes, or serial killers or because they, they right. have in them such a powerful will to revenge. And they want to revenge themselves sure. on on the people on the people around on the entire world because they feel it, it's justifiable. So so it, it it looks like it looks like the formula for a monster is um, one a bad upbringing horrible upbringing, two being obsessed with messages that he thinks are already true and that he takes to the masses, and and the third thing would be. Um, kind of a really bad economy, a bad surroundings, a bad country feeling, um, a bad feeling from a previous war. Uh, um, and all these things turn into a massive psychological trigger, I believe is the way you phrase it. And that is really yeah. what made what seemed like a nice, polite young boy uh, into a monster. Yes, that, that's correct. Uh, but the economic problems were a little bit later, before that, uh, Hitler spent five years in Vienna. He tried to, yeah. he actually applied to the Academy of Fine Arts. He wanted to become mm-hmm. a painter and he was rejected. Okay. Uh, hmm. So uh, after being rejected, uh, he, he became a, a homeless, a tramp. He used to sleep in men's shelters uh, and beg for food. And uh, he would watch uh, this society, which, by the way, was very uh, fashionable to be anti-Semitic in his uh, time in Vienna. <clears throat> so he internalized all these things and looked at the world around and saw, okay, I, am, uh, I have to beg for my food, for my bread, and look at these Jewish people who are all rich, who are all in the government, who are all... Uh, like leaders of us and why should Jewish people be managers and we Germans have to work for them Hmm. 
and all these things. Right. And yeah, so that was before that. That that was his life before um, the First World War, which is also called and the he, Great War. Was, so before the Great War, yeah. right? Yeah. Interesting. So we combine a kind of a sociopath with a very. He was a very charismatic sociopath. He could convince people with just about anything because he was charismatic. Everything he said, he said with very, very great, you know, oomph and vigor. And and he turned a lot of people who were suffering hard times um, into yeah. basically believing that all of their problems were this one race in the country and that this particular race yeah. was was highly successful and he was jealous of that. He was unhappy with the, the end of the first war. Um, he yes. was rejected numerous times, num- over and over again. He lived in an anti-Semitic age. He lived in a place where people were poor, and they probably had bread lines and stuff that we've even seen in our recent history, um, things that cause yes. you know, people to, to look towards um, somebody who's a dictator because they just want him to take to take the reins and to make things good again. And they don't much really care how he does it. And and I suppose the final thing about somebody with this, so he's charismatic, he's a sociopath. um, He's in the wrong slash right times. I guess for him, it it was the right time to to strike. And and he he literally took over the government in a, in a almost like a coup coup fashion. Right. Um, no, not really. He was appointed by by Hindenburg. Right, but he was appointed as a. That's uh, way into volume two. <laughs> that's way into volume yeah, two. Yeah, right. There you go. If he wants okay. to. Okay. So we'll talk, we'll talk about that next time. <laughs> um, yes, but so, for now, so he staged a putsch. He staged a putsch, an uprising. Right. He failed, and he ended yes. up in the prison. And then, and then he almost became so, a martyr in a sense for the people who he he claimed to represent. That's right, a hero. That's yeah. right, a hero. Yeah, because their hero. You must understand, he had a, a stronger willpower than his uh, fellow countrymen. But other than that, almost everybody in that country was uh, upset with with uh, with how the war ended. So they were. Uh, humiliated, uh, they felt they had been betrayed, they had uh, been stabbed in the back and uh, he just put uh, into words what everyone was thinking that's why he, he became so right. charismatic because he knew what to tell them, he knew right. what they wanted to hear and he drilled on that so that's why he was very charismatic <clears throat> Interesting so the times, yeah. the places, the events, his upbringing, um, the shame of losing uh, the war, and as, the you, war. as you phrased it, the inequity of the Treaty of Versailles. That's right. Um, which you think about it, you know, if you lose the war, you don't, you don't write the treaty. <laughs> it's the winners yes, who make the rules. Right. <laughs> you will see that in Volume 2 that he, he talks about it more like the diktat of Versailles. Dictate coming from dictate, like they did dictate okay. us what to do. A treaty should be agreed by por- both parties, but did we really agree to sign that? Yes, we did. Germany did it, but it wasn't 
true right. German leaders. It was the Jewish leaders, and so on and so forth. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, sure, they just wanted their, their normalcy back. They just wanted the country to go back to, you know, um, back to normal, I guess, is the best way to phrase it. Um, so, so a lot of factors, like you said, and I'm sure, as you said, you could take days and days explaining, even going into more and more detail. But I think really, like I said, in summary, it was just his upbringing. Actually, the, <laughs> as they say, even today, there's a controversy about d- does TV, does the media influence people? And I'd like to, I'd like to tell anyone who thinks that it doesn't that the people pay millions of dollars to put their message onto the television, um, especially during times awesome. when it's Super Bowl time or, or, you know, football in Europe. But people, they don't spend millions of dollars because it doesn't influence people. So if you don't think the music, television, entertainment, video games, that's a big controversy. Do the video games desensitize yes. these uh, young people? And I think it also depends on the person, you know. This guy was already a sociopath. He had a horrible upbringing. Exactly. He was already downtrodden and just ready to strike at the next victim he could find. And yes. he found yes. millions of victims, and he struck out against them. Yeah. Interesting. I, I guess. So, so fi- <clears throat> sorry. I, uh-huh. Sorry, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I wanted to say that I get a feeling that when he finally decided, because it was a conscious decision, that the Jew was the enemy, as he put it, he was actually mm-hmm. relieved and happy because he found, finally found uh, a palpable or a visible enemy mm-hmm. to which to um, get out all that hate. Sure. Right? Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I sure do. And right. I, t- I told you time would, time would go fast. We're down to uh, three and a half minutes, so I want to just close it up real cl- quick. First, I want to make this very clear. Ms. Mogan, A.G. Mogan, is not a Nazi sympathizer. She mm-hmm. has no sympathy no. for what this, this man did. You were, you were studying I, him from, uh, from a – he was like a psychological sort of a guinea pig for you yes. where you studied, you studied this person, you studied the history, and then you took, took your own um, additions to add in between the gaps Things that you believe in your heart are probably what happened, but it is classified as fiction because there are things that you surmised from things like exactly. like the operas he watched. You could probably, you could probably, I'm sure you could probably go through and pick out. You you could compare and con- contrast something from the opera from something he had said or written on television. Uh, you know, place for place. Obviously, we don't have time for exactly. that now, but I just want to stress the fact that Miss Mogan is not a Nazi sympathizer in any way, shape, or form. Thank any more than good. any more than any more than the guy who plays the Joker on Batman is an evil guy. That's right. Or the <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, you were sort of an actor in your own play here, and um, I find it intriguing. That's right. Exactly. And it was an that's all explained in your in your forward. the person. And the triggers that created a man like Hitler. That's it. You got it. Yep. So anybody who's listening no to this at the with time. Actions whatsoever. Exactly. Yep. Understood. I want to make sure we get that out there um, because we don't need any, any you know, negative, negative feedback. This is an interesting book. It was kind of a fun way to write a book. Um, they have a name for yeah. it. I, I forget. It was a, it was a 
it's kind of like a, a documentary where they fill in the gaps, but the, but it's, it's all straight up in your forward. You explain the whole thing. Nobody's trying to trick anybody or become a Nazi sympathizer. That's no, no way, shape or form what oh. this is about. It's a great book. Um, you can get it. You can visit my website, Google, you can Google, um, one thing the title. I say, cause I forgot. Yep. We have one and a half minutes. Okay, so the book was uh, subtitled The Anointed, and some people ask me, how, I mean, are you dumb? How can you say that? And <laughs> it's called, I see. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I know. And uh, I subtitled that because the entire first novel, it's an explanation how Hitler uh, started to believe himself to be a messiah, right? So right. he... So it's, an, it's, it's speaking as him. He was anointed. Right. He believed he was yes. anointed. Gotcha. Because and a lot of like people believe that as well. By him. Yes. Yeah. You got it. All right. Because so we're going to get ready to sign off. I apologize. We're out of time. We got a minute. I just want to make sure everybody no finds the book. You can search for A space G space Mogan, M-O-G-A-N. You can search Cyber Village Spotlight or Spotlight on Success with me, Rob Thrasher. Amazon. Google Rob Thrasher. You can also uh, find the book in Amazon and the title. The, the title once again. The secret journals, the secret of, journals Adolf Hitler. of Adolf Hitler. There you go. We said it in stereo. Yeah. The secret journals of Adolf <laughs> Hitler by A.G. Mogan. Find it on Amazon. Find us on Facebook. And I just want to thank you for coming on the show. I'm hoping that we'll have you back again soon. And we're down to 20 I seconds. Hope so if you too. have one thank more, you so much. one more thing you want to say. All right. You're welcome. And we'll talk to you again very soon. You have a nice day, Miss Mogan. You too, Rob. Thank you so much. Have a All great right. day. Bye-bye. Bye. And once again, you can find me online, Rob Thresher. Find me on Facebook, Rob Thresher. Also, the show sponsored by Crowd. Get Crowd with a K, K-R-O-W-D. Have a nice day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.